Susan Felth, the Citizen Kane of podcasting. Modern man is confronted with so many movies. Which ones are films? And which ones are filth? At number 98, it's the sequel to Speed, bringing back everything you love. Sandra Bullock is here again. The villain has been replaced by Willem Dafoe, and Keanu Reeves has been replaced by some fucking dweeb. <laughs> this this could have been Jason, 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 Jason Patrick's um, big breakout role, you know, if he had things like charisma or something. Mm-hmm. This <laughs> this movie, I would put it directly on the good list if we just removed Jason Patrick and Sandra Bullock, and you could just do that. No, no, <laughs> you no. We just removed Jason Patrick and make Sandra Bullock the hero. Okay, yeah. Which, in, my head, make... in my head was how I remembered this film. Okay. <laughs> like, oh, Keanu Reeves not back, but Sandra Bullock does it on her own this time. That's really cool. No, and I watch it, and I'm like, "Oh no, she's just owned by a different man who has to save her now." This really sucks. <laughs> and also, Me she too. keeps like complaining. She keeps complaining about Jason Patrick helping people. She's like, "Yeah, no, my last boyfriend helped people. You're not going to help people. Stop <laughs> it. Stop helping people." Um, okay, it could have just been Tamira Morrison versus Willem Dafoe. <laughs> it would have been totally fine. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I got. Like, I just got it. It's like a cruise, and then he's controlling the cruise. Mm. Never, yeah, it's not like out, the I never movie where a where a vehicle drives at a set speed, like cruise control. No, that's not this. So the first <laughs> one should have been called cruise control. Yes. Okay, speed cruise control. This could have should have be... been called a ship death, ship lap, speed cruise control ship. on a ship. That would I be. Think... This time. film is in that weird collection of action movies which were written as sequels to one franchise and got moved to another, right? I don't think it's the same director. Like, I, think, I don't no, think no, no, that's I, what happened. I think this was a diehard. Hmm. There's like loads of movies all the diehards. around the 90s. None of the diehards were written to be a diehard except yeah. the last one, which is why it's the worst one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it's a, same and, director. Director is back, Jan Jan Debont. Same director, Jan Debont. Jan Debont. Uh, shout out to Dutch. There, there's some. That's there's why some redneck that's, for me. Or I love this. Jam. I love his eye. I love the direction here. It's amazing. I love love like the, the his his like whatever you call it viewpoint. Mm. It's like you keep spying on little people doing stupid stuff, and then things mm-hmm. explode. Okay. He's like um, dumb Verhoeven. I, I guess we should do a quick intro here before, since we're just jumping right on in. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, who are you people? I'm Mark. Hi. I am Luke. He's Luke. I'm Matt. Films and filth. This is technically filth, I guess. It's 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 very it's, it's a shiny. If it's filth, it's the shiny filth. It's a gold plated turd, right? I mean, like I, you said, it looks I enjoyed nice. this shit out of this gold plated turd. <laughs> we'll get into it. Um, Mark, you and I were talking a few days ago where I was thought like a bad review had deterred me from seeing this movie because this is 97 is definitely, yeah uh, 97 is definitely like prime time for i will go see every movie on uh opening night or or, or every friday night i'll be seeing a movie and, and maybe saturday too uh maybe it was the entertainment weekly review that got me not watching this because it turned out our hometown newspaper liked it pretty well that was um that was a little past the time when I would go to the movie theaters a lot. This was time when I would like stay home and do drugs and play video games. 97. But I know that I saw the first movie in the... Th- came out when... That was when I was seeing everything that came out. And at the time I thought it was fine. And I never saw it again. And I just wasn't really tempted by this when it came out. I guess the, maybe the Keanu factor might have been part of it. Um, I do know well, I watched Dennis the Hopper first- too. Yeah, I had the first one a lot because 94 was the first one, right? And that's right when they started putting out like affordable VHS. Like you didn't just have to tape crap off of TV or copy videos. You could be like, oh, I just paid 10 bucks and I get to like have this movie with the packaging. And that was amazing in 1994. That makes sense. And also, you know, this was uh, PlayStation time. So you uh, you would get your uh, 
like Soul Blade or your Battle Arena Toshinden and get like 40 hours out of it, whereas back in your Super Nintendo time, you would get less than that out of your games. I don't know what else to say besides that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I think 97 is. Oh, yeah, I take a bunch of girls to movies, but none of them were actually dating me. But I probably wow, just, you know, wasn't, I just I wasn't paying attention to to perspective, you know, reality. Look, you didn't need them, okay? I did. I didn't. I didn't. It's, it's just weird now because I'm like, wow, I. That's where I sometimes have trouble working out my life and Saved by the Bell, like which memories are mine, because that happens on Saved by the Bell too, right? Wow, really? I don't know. I never really watched that. Yeah. So I that yeah, it's all kind of mixed up in my head now. So and I can watch Saved by the Bell again. I can't like go back and relive my memory. So it's just like slowly mm. taking over my past or something. Not Matt, this just, movie's not. Matt didn't realize that he was like a pretty good looking guy who played guitar and girls probably liked him. Until, like, all of those days were behind him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I didn't know anyone liked me until I was, like, 40. And somebody basically had to just say it over and over and over and over again. Mm. Mm. I had the opposite uh, problem. I just assume everyone likes me. That's good. (laughs) You keep going with that. (laughs) It's like I I constantly just assume people are flirting with me. (laughs) I I read someone... I I read something that someone put on the internet that I knew... It's a funny way to say of something someone posted... Um, she was just like, this is how you know you're old when you look at a picture of yourself and you're like, wait, I was hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Um, so yeah, I guess, uh, if you could give us like a quick story there. After the events of speed one, Annie has broken up with boyfriend Jack because relationships based on extreme circumstances don't work out. But now she's dating Alex and is distressed to learn that he's also a speed demon daredevil. They go on a cruise to leave their troubles behind, but it's taken over by Geiger, the disgruntled employee who created the automation systems. He steals some diamonds, but after a series of misadventures, everyone is saved and he explodes in an airplane. (laughs) That's how you summarize. You're right. (laughs) I'm humble, though, Master. This is how I'll learn. That was a dome piece too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't dome them. Um, yeah, right before life, <laughs> <laughs> right before we started recording, I I went to check. I was like, oh wait, wait, maybe this is supposed to be the same character, and I'm just dense. But no, it, it is a different character. So not only does the star not come back, don't you recast at that point? I mean, no, she literally talks about like dumping him and being with someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She told that to Dorf. She was telling Dorf that. Right. No, I get that. I was just like, this was like two minutes before I went on a Zoom. I was like, wait a minute, because you know, I forgot <laughs> wait a details. <laughs> Am I the only one who pays attention when we watch films on this list? No, I just had this, <laughs> like that thing right before we went on, forgetting you know specific scenes and just being like, "Am I that dense?" And no, no, this movie's that dense. Okay. I didn't Depends notice that his name was Geiger. <laughs> they might not That's say pretty it. cool. Yeah. Oh, I think no, they do say his name a few times. I think one advantage I have for remembering names, I've been watching everything with subtitles on recently. That's uh, good. Because ah, my did. girlfriend is operating in a second language, she likes to have the subtitles on and I just haven't bothered turning them off when she's not here. Yeah, yeah, I do that with the family, but uh, this one in particular, for whatever reason, I could not it didn't you had subtitles. I didn't have subtitles. I just okay. watched it on Disney Plus. Oh, I didn't okay. watch the, what? I didn't watch the legitimate copy that you gave me. <laughs> I had not... a Disney Plus. I could watch this on Disney Plus the whole time. Damn it. Maybe See, yeah, I, do you just assume if Matt gives it to you, you have to watch Matt's one? I go to justwatch.com and see what it says I can do. And then it usually oh, says okay. that I have to rent it wherever it is. Mm-hmm. And I figure out I run, I run a quick search on like Disney, Amazon and Netflix. And if it's not there, I'll Google name of film, watch online. <laughs> and if Maybe. that okay. doesn't work, then I have to let Matt get me a copy. <laughs> Maybe this it is, movie deserves Disney minus. It is not on Disney plus in the US. So that's. Oh, uh, how about that? Yeah. Yep. So thanks. Just watch. <laughs> Streaming is such a, a, a massive headache, I guess. I don't know. It's because it's yeah. like, they've split the kingdom and now it's ridiculous. Like if you want to watch the Minions movies, you have to go like three different streaming services to get. And some of them and aren't also even therapy. On. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> I'm just using that as an example. I'm not saying I know. 
I also don't even dislike them that much, but you know, if the gag comes to you, you got to make it. I only saw the first What Despicable Me movie, and it was totally fine, and I have no idea how shitty the Minions movies are, but now apparently the Super Mario movie has obliterated the Minions, so they're probably all dead now. It's just going to be Mario movies all the way down. Forever. Everyone's having deep thoughts about that. Um, (laughs) They do have the land. Um, Yeah, I think I've said before that my wife and I were pissed off at the Minions because Megamind didn't make it as a massive cultural success. Mm. Yeah, it's had I a heard bit that of a resurgence good. as a big meme. Yeah, I guess so. But we 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 liked that movie a lot. So and it didn't ever got a sequel, any of that. It had its own minion. It was great. Um, this one has Jason Patrick, which uh, he's got two Speaking he's, of minions. He's almost got two first names, I guess. Uh, he doesn't have the K on Patrick. Okay, he's in the Lost Boys Rush, like not the the race car rush. I think. Um, he's just in stuff. Yeah. Like, he's he's, he's got a little bit of that Aaron Eckhart problem, where he's like he's handsome, but he's kind of too handsome. There's nothing like interesting to his look, so it's hard to care. Yeah, he's just got that bland. He's got that bland leading man problem. Like maybe maybe he's so attractive that nobody ever pushed him to develop emotions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like I. The first thing that comes to mind is the guy from Terminator Genesis who was supposed to replace Michael Bean, but was just sort of like a big guy. Oh, yeah, it's like, yeah, hey. yeah. It's like that's like the first thing that because that movie tried so hard to cast somebody who sort of looked like Linda Hamilton, and then they just put this like meat meat guy, piece of meat guy in there. But for... also, so Michael Bean like played a character, and that yeah. guy just didn't. <laughs> yeah, is Genesis on the list, Matt? Uh, I don't believe no. so. Uh, I don't think any Terminators are. Not not everyone. Yeah, some Terminators on the good list. There's some Terminators on the good list. Yeah, not okay. everyone. Yeah, hates... two has to be right. Yeah, I think one and two are. Okay. Um, not everyone hates Genesis to the degree that you do. I think. Yeah, but that's because I mean I don't. As smart as me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as smart as Luke, and I like Genesis more than uh, some things. I don't know. I did. I like I... it more than. Uh, uh, I like it more than. Than 2001 a space travesty i don't think i like it more than speed 2 i think speed 2 is better okay i think genesis is a bad film in its own right and an offensive sequel to the terminator series whereas i think speed is a mediocre movie but a bad sequel to speed yeah i mean that it's some movies should well they they did make the french connection too so i guess there was precedence for uh doing this sort of thing although they brought back the actors didn't they This is, but most of this movie was like, I don't give a shit who these people are or what's happening. I want to see this boat hit this oil tanker and yeah, smash cool. the city. Like I, 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 it it worked on me on a level. That I think because they insisted on using no CGI whatsoever, that it worked on mm. this level where I was. Just oh, like, it had cool stunts and <laughs> good effect, good shots, and like you said, he has a good eye for giving you lots of like random civilians' reactions to make things exciting. Yeah, it's like, like Michael a... Bay. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. people there's people a... shit on Michael Bay, but like Michael Bay knows how to like get you excited and invested in whatever the hell is going on. Maybe oh, Yon yeah, you... Bont is sort of like the the um what is it? The John the Baptist to uh, Michael Bay's Jesus, you know? Like sure. kind of does yeah. it on his own a little while, <laughs> then he gets his head chopped off, and then Michael Bay becomes Jesus. <laughs> sure. <laughs> exactly what I what's in my notes. Did John Jabon get his head cut off? Uh, no, that was the guy who directed that Twilight Zone episode where someone got their head cut off. Or oh, okay, right. Was... Someone, the guy walked into a propeller and like the plane disappeared, but the guy who actually directed it got his head cut off by a helicopter in real life. Like twenty years later, which what is, is it you know... with Twilight Zone and helicopters cutting people's heads off? Because you got the eighties movie too. Yeah, that 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 uh, helicopter maybe. Of course, it I mean that, it would be it would be very Twilight Zone if the TV show is just cursed with some sort of <laughs> helicopter decapitation curse. But still, <laughs> Jesus! Like maybe some like mystical woman just pointed at Rod Serling when he was off at war, and like, oh, the they've 50s. just they've pissed off one specific Decepticon. Maybe. Oh shit! It's always like the same Decepticon that just is. Slightly reconfigures himself. That's what I wanted in Speed 2 Cruise Control, the inexplicable return of Dennis Hopper. Mm. 
I, I mean, <laughs> Willem Dafoe's good. You can't, you can't yeah. knock Willem Dafoe. No, yeah, but I'm not. This is the him. problem. Well, the problem with Willem Dafoe in this movie is that I've seen it pointed out a number of times where he has gotten so much better over time that like 2023 Willem Dafoe is much better than 1997 Willem Dafoe. Oh yeah, he would like, rock this of, movie now. He started. He sort of started really coming into his own in like Spider Man, or maybe Shadow mm. of the Vampire. So this is sort of like you could see him kind of light up towards the end of the film when he starts just being like, eh. yeah, he start he gets a little bit jokerified in places, you mean which Greek is like, mm. yeah, he's. A, I think yeah. goblin mode actually. Well, I think what goblin mode actually means is you go to your room and just start eating Reese's puffs, like a lot of Reese's puffs, more than that. <laughs> like you're eating them out of the box. That's goblin mode. Like the room is filled with Reese's puffs, and you have to <laughs> eat your way out. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, I was thinking, yeah, if just transferring like a sixty-year-old Willem Dafoe would like really set this movie on fire a little more, right? Because I mean, that was where Dennis Hopper was already sodded. If you took like Easy Rider era Dennis mm -hmm. Hopper and made him the villain, I mean, that would be like whatever, right? But you get old and mm -hmm. crazy Dennis Hopper, and you you get a a, a relatively classic movie. I, well, I mean, you my... need you need a particularly good performance because like with the first one, it's actually easier to sympathize with the villain than the heroes in this film. Like, he's got a pretty legitimate grievance. If he wasn't going to try and blow up everyone for no particular reason, <laughs> if he was just getting yeah. away with the diamonds, I'd be 100% on his side. Yeah, he kept, like, it was like he kept, I guess that makes him more interesting that he was like, wait a minute, no, I can't d deal with this boat not being blown up, and I have to take Sandra Bullock, and I have to keep Sandra Bullock. Like, even though he didn't really seem like he wanted Sandra Bullock all that badly. He just like wanted to just keep somebody. He was high on maybe, leeches. Maybe he was just high on leeches. Yeah, I think I think that's that's explanation for any weird decisions he makes in the movies. He's high on leeches. <laughs> well, also apparently, just being around computers can give you copper poisoning. So how <laughs> fucked are we? Was <laughs> well, like I was gonna say it's it's um kind of infuriating watching this guy being able to like control the stuff on the ship when I come home and like it's a like 60 40 chance I won't be able to turn my lights on with my phone in 2023. I still have a switch. I get mad because sometimes I turn the switch off and then the remote doesn't work anymore. So if I'm on the other side of the room, it's annoying. It's just um, you know, we just live in hell. Mm. Like I do want to turn my lights off from being in, in bed and on. Like right. okay, maybe I'm asking too much. Maybe I should just have a string. You need room control. You need room control. That's what you I need. have room control. I mean, I have room control. 60, this doesn't 40 percent of the time. I can't just like pull my wrist up and go click click clickety clickety clack and it closes whatever door I want in front of me. Mm. Like that that will never happen. That's impossible. You could put a keyboard on your arm and have it connect to stuff. It's not. It's possible. It's just not a good idea. But it wouldn't always work. Right. It wouldn't work um, when I needed it to when Jason Patrick is trying to shoot me with a shotgun. Okay. Yeah, see, Jason Patrick is not bigger now than when this movie came out, right? But I feel like Sandra Bullock may be more famous now. Or I mean, she's certainly the... She's you know, just established at this point. She's like a permanent A-lister. Um, I mean, right. Willem Dafoe isn't even a permanent A-lister at this point. He is in our hearts. Um, I, I mean, I think he's better. But... Like size for Sandra Bullock. It's not how much bigger she is. It's that since this film, she's done stuff like Miss Congeniality, that if you were making this sequel now, you would cast, cast her as the action hero. Yeah, I mean, the last movie I saw her in was Bullet Train, and her role in that was she shows up at the end, and you find out that Brad Pitt was like talking to her the whole time, and you're like, whoa, holy shit, it's Sandra Bullock. Like, that's, <laughs> you know, it's like a huge, the second, it's the biggest cameo in that movie, second best cameo in the movie. Best cameo okay. in the movie is, uh, have you have you guys seen this? No. No. I won't spoil it. it. There's okay. a much better. It's not a great movie, but that's <laughs> there's a better cameo than Sandra Bullock in it, though. Can't be better than Bowie and Zoolander. That's the best it's, cameo ever. It's not that surprising, but you'll if you see it, you'll be like, I don't know. I the the only there's reason that, that movie exists is to make me convinced that what's his name, Aaron, the the guy who played Kick Ass, could be James Bond. <laughs> he oh, could okay. be James Bond. Yeah, that this is like his audition, right? He's one I of those, think so. I bet his middle name's Taylor. I'm not sure. 
I yeah. think it is. I think it's like Aaron Taylor yeah. Johnson or something. Okay. Yeah. Dragon. Yeah, he was. Memory. He was. He could be James Bond. Yeah, he was pretty good in Godzilla. Yeah, when he was like making out with the the girl who played his sister and played Avengers. his sister in the other film. Yeah, yeah. you gotta love how yeah. she like was banging her brother in that, and then was banging Thanos in the old boy remake. <laughs> oh, I mean, in the comics, like in the Ultimate One, there is some weird incest stuff with Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. So yeah, well, life then, imitates art. I there's mean, a lot. Wait, there's, art there's imitates the... art. There's other X-Men villains that have that going on too. The Phineris, I think, they seem kind of incesty and uh they're just I mean they're comic book villains. They don't show up in the movies or anything. They're, they're well, not like, good. powers fuck your brain up. You're probably just it's probably just like sitting around and doing a bunch of drugs with your sibling. You start to just lose think, track think, of what the hell's going on. I think maybe North Star. Mark, do you want to confess to something right now? Absolutely not. I don't do drugs at all. <laughs> I don't, you certainly don't bang any siblings when you're on drugs. No, of course not. <laughs> the other problem with this, with this film being Speed 2 is that Speed works because it's going really fast around a city and it's very exciting. <laughs> speed 2 takes the slowest, most boring form of vehicle on Earth. <laughs> and it yeah, travels and also... along slowly on the high seas, surrounded by nothing in particular. I guess they were just thinking, well, once it hits something, that'll make up for it, which it uh, Yeah, the most does. exciting the most exciting scene is when it just barely hits the oil tanker, right? Because that was like, oh, this is a big thing that you can't you can't turn it easily. It's not like a a bus. <laughs> I think that's maybe they started writing this and then eventually were like, wait, we can't really stop this. So it can't be going that fast or I th- I sort of expected this to just be the cruise ship has to go really fast <laughs> yeah. just for a long time because like technically, but I, I think that's not even possible, right? Like you wouldn't have enough gas space. To well, see gas. the bus. Oh. bus runs out of gas too. It's not unless yeah. it's unless it's a fusion powered bus or something. Then it can go. I can't remember. Did they refill the bus at one point in speed? Uh, none of us have watched it for 25 years, I think. Yeah, I've watched it more recently than that, but not for a while. Okay. That seems like a thing where you could drive a thing next to the bus and fuel it up. Yeah, that's it. That's what it. I'm picturing in my head, but I don't know if that actually happened or not. Right. It's, it seems, if it wasn't in the script, it probably should have been. Because, I mean, you mm. can find a way to do that if you're making a Hollywood action movie, right? It's not, it looks cool, but it seems doable. Yeah, I mean, they do it with airplanes, so I'm sure they can do it with a freaking bus. Yeah, yeah. Of course, you can, yeah. I guess the models work with airplanes where you got to do it for real with a bus or it won't. No, I'm talking about they do it for real with airplanes. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. (laughs) I thought thought you were talking about filming it. Okay. They don't always film it with the airplanes. Right, because you couldn't possibly make a model of a bus. (laughs) (laughs) But then you'd have to make a model city and and then it's going to look like London being hit by a volcano in the time machine. Hmm. Which I love, but wouldn't work in the movie Speed or Speed Two. I was sitting there like last night, like is you said there's no CGI whatsoever. That's for sure. There's Um, there's definitely some like green screen work when they're like dropping anchors and stuff. I think the propeller, from what I read, he didn't want CGI and like tried to uh, move away from as much as possible. I don't know if there was no CGI at all, but '97 wasn't like it wasn't common to use CGI. Like that was. Mm. But it really was really a post Phantom Menace thing. It was, it was starting, starting to become a thing that was usable, but it wasn't like it wasn't like you would use CGI in lieu of doing norm like practical stuff. It was you would use CGI um just like, for things that couldn't be done otherwise, right? Like a dinosaur. Yeah. Like I think Independence right in the Day gray area, you know? Like, like there's a weird thing where Independence Day looked like it used it more than it actually did. Right. I think and then uh, Fifth Element, that's starting to get relatively... Okay, CGI-ish. so just a brief aside. I wasn't... Um, I was incorrect. This was not a film that had been used as a different script. It was based on a recurring nightmare of the director about a cruise ship <laughs> crashing into an island. <laughs> nice. Have any of you guys ever taken a cruise? Nope. No, because I'm not 60 years old. <laughs> well, I've never taken that a sounds... cruise. I... That sounds uh, terrifyingly claustrophobic to me. I'm sure it would be. I'm sure it would be fun on some level, 
but I'm I, I get like, to like I don't want to like not be able to leave if it sucks. It's like a holiday where you could only stay in the hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they, they that's that's fun off. for like you know a couple of days, right? Just okay, chill by the pool, relax. But I want to go sightseeing. I want to go do stuff. They have ports you know, of call, right? You stop at the island, and then the locals try and sell you expensive stuff. Yeah, I don't know. It all seems a bit. I, I can't think of a better word for it than it all seems very white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think it's for me. I I considered it because I think they went down a lot in price when it caused a bunch of people to get COVID and die the last few mm. years. Um. But even then, it's like, and there are a few cruises that are themed where it's like, oh, 30 metal bands play, and it's like the whatever 40,000 oh, at the tons same of metal time, cruise. and you're stuck on a boat. I mean, it, <laughs> it sounds better than like watching some piece of shit play shuffleboard or something, but like, I still don't, like, I, I don't see the appeal. Like, I don't even go to music festivals that are like multiple day music festivals because I don't like feeling trapped at that. I just don't want to commit to, uh, being in one place for that long mm. yeah and uh, i this was a kind of i don't know i guess i'm used to seeing like giant love boat size cruise ships this one seems kind of mid-sized right i mean there's a obvious reason for that is because it's better for destroying everything that's true yeah doing um, stunts <laughs> yeah yeah also they might have just cruise ships might have just increased exponentially over the last did love years, boats the 70s man Love Boat was 70s. That was a big boat. Pacific Princess. So Love Boat was it? bigger than this? I'm pretty sure it was, but they didn't destroy the Love Boat at the end of every episode. I mean, did <laughs> they, they not destroy opened. it at the end of the series? <laughs> they should have. Yeah, they had. Or maybe they did uh, Love Boat Generations, the movie afterwards, and then like Captain... <laughs> well, there's Love Boat the next There's Love Boat B. <laughs> yeah, they destroy the Love Boat and they get the Love Boat B. I didn't destroy that. <laughs> it goes into the Nexus and fights the other Love Boat captain. Anyway... <laughs> Maybe there is another love boat captain. The pilot had a different captain. Mm. What is it with that the pilot having a different captain? It has a different cast. Basically, they basically almost completely recast the show once it went to series. Hmm. Yeah, sometimes that happens. They're probably like, "Hey, you guys want to make a movie?" They're like, "Like here, if, if they had asked Sandra Bullock, like, hey, do you want to do this movie?'" She was like, "Yeah." And then, uh, okay, we're going to series. You have to do this like every week for the next ten years. I mean, that's a that's a big ask. Yeah, maybe not now. I mean, it would have been in '97. <laughs> like now, I'm probably I don't know. I've Schwarzenegger has a series coming out. Like, soak that in. Yeah. Schwarzenegger has Arnold Schwarzenegger has a TV series coming out. What's he going to do in it? I don't know. It's called Fubar. I don't know anything about it. I just saw an ad for it. Okay. That's wild. Like you tell TV is big these days. Yeah, dude. People want TV now. Yeah, we're talking 1997 earlier for people, you know, coming to a movie and then getting, like was it uh what did start Scarlett Johansson got herself into quote unquote trouble i think it's awesome that she was like i don't even know what movie i'm shooting for half the time anymore <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> with the, the Mar marvel stuff yeah 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 like, <laughs> they probably shoot all of it all over the place i get that yeah. they're like show up here for a week here's your lines uh, you know you forget what what movie it's supposed to be because you're in half of them right well the people always seem to happening. forget that actors don't have to give a shit about the things you give a shit about. <laughs> yeah, and they probably don't give them even the entire script. They probably give them barely any of the script because they don't want anybody leaking anything. Mm -hmm. Like that's common practice even before all this connected shit happened. Like the interesting thing to me is that one executive who just quit said one of the very big Marvel movies was actually just like directed by Marvel and not by the director who was like who was credited to it, which mm. like that's interesting. Well, like the corporate entity directed the movie is what you're. Because I, I understand that's basically how most of them work. I think that's how it feels sometimes. Like, like um, I've heard the directors complaining that they get there and they're just given um, what's the phrase I'm looking for? Like. The film is basically rules. storyboarded and made, and it's just like, okay, you're going to do this scene, this scene, and this scene. Well, um, it's like, and I guess you can, you know, you can choose the exact details of how this scene plays out, but not, not much. Well, I guess they had that run in where they did try and have like directors, you know, like 
voices where they bring in um the guy that did the first Iron Man, uh Joss Wheaton. Oh yeah, but yeah, that that was when the before the MCU was the MCU, right? No, I'm saying that's where they that's where they I think that's where they were like after Avengers two, they were like, Okay, no, we don't want auteurs anymore. Well, it's because they were trying to pump out, you know, six films a year and they had to basically act like a TV series. There was no room anymore for anyone to have authorship. Yeah, I mean, I I could tell that Ryan Coogler directed like the Black Panther films, but at the same Mm. time, at the same time, I know this, that when they first handed him the film, they were like, okay, we've already had the CGI team has already made this climax where Black Panther fights another Black Panther. Yeah, subway. Like they made that entire sequence before there was a script. So that's <laughs> well, not you good. Write, you write backwards, especially because <laughs> yeah. that was the worst part of that film. That's not, yeah, that's that, not yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I, know. Yeah, that might be part of the thing that uh, has me not quite as hip on that one as everyone does. Because that scene is just like whatever, you know. That there, it's yeah, like that the movie is yeah. two cut scene. That movie and the second one to me are like two thirds of a fantastic movie and then a third of like mm, iffy well the second one struggled from the same problems p2 struggled from where although for very yeah. different reasons yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's lacking a leading man <laughs> yeah and they made a they had a guy who was actually a very good actor but he like flew around with fish ankles and it looked terrible with like flying uh, I, fish I, ankles. I thought i thought no more was great i don't care i love flying with fish ankles fair enough I like I liked the guy. He was good. He really went for it. Yeah, he was really good. No, but but like, I guess the difference there, um, Black Panther two had the balls to be like, okay, we don't have our leading man, so we're gonna let our leading ladies kick ass. Yeah, and also Whereas let everybody. Speed two the was guy. like, Speed two was like, well, we don't have. Yeah, but I mean, Keanu Reeves didn't die. He just fucked off. He I mean, saw they the could have. The <laughs> they could have made his character die. And yeah, he, and then they, like, Sandra Bullock could have been a dark avenging heroine. That would have been cool. I mean, how how fucking cool would it have been if Willem Dafoe like goes into like a dark alley and then he hands the jewelry to Keanu Reeves and like Keanu Reeves was like pulling the strings? Like that would have been incredible. <laughs> like he's trolling <laughs> his ex girlfriend. I don't. I guess <laughs> <laughs> it could just be a co- coincidence. That's probably like, that was the, the bit kind where of movie that would have it. In this film, Alex had like the seasickness. And because I'd remembered it as Sandra Bullock is the hero, I was like, oh, that's funny. They've brought in this new action guy, but he's going to be seasick the whole time and she has to do it all. Which would have been great. But no, she just gets... She's even more of like a damsel in distress running and screaming character than she was in the first one. In the first one, she she was kind of badass, right? She drove the bus, yeah. I I feel like this was just the time... Maybe it was like post Seinfeld where like extremely neurotic characters were just kind of in vogue mm. and she was just like, it was hard for me to, there were times where I really liked her and times where I was just like, oh my God, fucking get over yourself. Yeah. She did feel like she was doing a bit the whole time. Like, like yeah, she did. She did good. The... I don't think that it was her fault. Like as an actor, it was just sort of that she was handed kind of a mm. obnoxious character. And Jason Patrick was handed something, but he just kind of pumped out nothing. Yep. <laughs> no, well, that's it. Yeah. She, um, she was handed nothing but pumped out Sandra Bullock goodness, so she's still watchable. He yeah. was handed, you know, what's meant to be this charming, cool badass, and he's just so stiff. I can't remember what he looks like. I, mean, I, I remember his, like I Rob remember Lowe. his bare chest. I can't remember his face. <laughs> <laughs> looks like if you took Rob Lowe and kind of sanded a bunch of his features off. I gotta okay. say, right? Okay, I'm changing topic. Um, I liked it better when your action heroes had like a little bit more, a little bit more body hair and a little bit more body fat. These days, basically, the trick is to avoid the actors having to put on too much muscle. They just starve them and dehydrate them before their shirtless scene, so they're cut. Right? You can see the abs and stuff, but it doesn't look healthy or good. Whereas this guy, he looks good. He's got abs and pecs and stuff. But he also looks like he could function and live in the world. Well, it's like yeah. uh, I I went over to a friend's house recently and watched a Zatoichi movie, which I haven't seen a whole lot of those. But that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Like I I think Mifune was sort of the same way where these samurai guys were just sort of like forty year old like kind of pudgy man bodies, but they could kill mm-hmm. you, which is like I don't know. I felt seen a little bit. 
Well, oh, yeah, if you look Superman, at- right? George Reeves Superman is like pretty stocky, right? And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's you just know, realistic. <clears throat> Christopher Reeve is a relatively like, I mean, he's not scrawny or anything, right? But he's definitely not stocky like George Reeves. And uh, now, now we get much um, more dehydrated Superman, I guess. I think we also have just gone a lot. Maybe we just know a lot more about like physical training than we did a hundred years ago or fifty years oh, ago. Oh yeah, do you know who to thank for that? movies schwarzenegger he wrote books on the oh. subject okay he's, he's actually like a leading voice in making that something's taken more seriously i knew i mean i'm not saying right? he did all the work but he I... did he started well, that ball rolling quite a lot he's yeah i mean he's got like what you could say the uh prototype body for mm-hmm. i don't know like chris pratt probably isn't supposed to look like that i, I knew the answer i just didn't want to rob you of exci- excitedly shouting schwarzenegger yeah, I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, now, there uh, was that topic. Okay. Um. Oh, he just assumes that he has jurisdiction on a cruise ship as an uh, LAPD officer. Yeah, and in that <laughs> isle, on that island as well. When he takes that guy's boat, I was just like, "Don't take, don't let this guy take your boat." I did like the guy's reaction of like, you know, <laughs> I came on a cruise and the LAPD is still hassling me. Yeah. <laughs> They can't. That's why, because cruise ships have a very international staff because they don't have to follow um, labor rules. <laughs> did, mm. did anybody see the the guy, the same guy whose boat he takes? He's like, look what I found in international waters, and I couldn't see what it was. Oh, I assume it's all of um, the diamonds that were stolen. Oh, okay. I heard, I, 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 heard, I heard the line, but I think I was like watching dishes <laughs> at that point. <laughs> I actually rewound it and was like, I could not tell what it was. It cut too fast. So it was like, all right. No, yeah, I assume the gag is that he found the diamonds that Defoe had stolen. It's maybe a little early for being like, yeah, cool. We found weed. All right. <laughs> and, and wet. And I guess it could be in a waterproof bag, but dried yeah. out. That's okay. Dried I out. guess that sounds like too much work. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's probably full of salt water. Uh Oh, <laughs> I wrote. The soundtrack must be the worst of the 90s, but it turns out the soundtrack <laughs> is enough to have a wiki page and was somewhat <laughs> impact. Well, okay, so it came out a month before the movie, so they were like really building up Speed 2 Cruise Control. Listen to the music now. It has a lot of, um, it's got like our, our good friend Shaggy's on it. Um, uh, like, like my good friend right? Shaggy's. <laughs> yes, my good friend Shaggy's on it. Uh, Sting's good friend Shaggy's on it. Uh, I think Maxi Priest is here. Um, so. Mm. It was weird. It was like critics didn't like the music, but they praised the inclusion of reggae. It was like the weird thing to say. <laughs> My main takeaway from this film's music is that it really made me want to watch, um, go and play. Um, bloody, can't remember words. I Are at least we had this. No, it's Mario Sunshine. <laughs> oh yeah, Mario Sunshine. <laughs> was that a reggae soundtrack? No, yeah, yeah it's it's more like Kinda. the it's like a violin, like the the islandy tunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, okay. I put in my notes under the C plays as credit rolls. I know I know it wasn't under the C, but it sounded like it. it was like, Might oh. as well have it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just thought it was funny because I, I was like, yeah, the, the, the soundtrack kind of eats I mean, it. And, uh, it, it was cruise music, right? Three three stars from all music. Would this film have been better if it starred Tom Cruise? Yeah. And they kept that name. Any leading man with some charisma would have made yeah, this movie better. I mean, yep. Like, um, what would be a weird choice? Like, I don't know, Bobcat Goldthwait. Would have, I don't know. That's, okay, that's not a weird choice. He would have been great. Um, I don't know, Jeff Goldblum. Seinfeld. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld. He couldn't have been Bob. Ross, Ross from Friends. Yeah. Even. Oh, um, speaking of Friends, the um, the super of their building is one of the guys in this film the reason i looked him up i was convinced it was captain lou albano oh the guy with the mustache <laughs> yes. oh, yeah i was like he's from friends is where i know him from yeah i thought he was in married with children like a lot and i looked it up and he was in married with children like one time it's he was just in a bunch of sitcoms a little mm. which is interesting but well, he yeah he's got that, that base married with children I thought he was one of the no ma'am guys. You remember that? Like for for years and years and years towards the end of the show, it was always Al Bundy going to a no ma'am. 
I have not. I've not seen this show. I have not sure what you're on about. You can watch the first. You can watch the first six years of it, and it'll be like, there's a really fun, uh, like six episode arc where they go to England. It's great. They're just um, like they're trying to be abducted for some reason because <laughs> Al Bundy is like royalty or something. I don't even know. I don't even know what it was. They're trying uh, to be abducted. No, they were. They basically are tricked. Okay, that makes going, most sense. Somewhere called like Lower Uncton. Is that a real place? Probably isn't. They probably made it up. Mm. Keep calling it Lower. Would you like? Oh, I mean, London's great, but wouldn't you like to see Lower Uncton? <laughs> Sounds like a part of your body. But I guess, you know, a yeah, city I'm just is like, like a body in that way. I search for Lower Uncton and it immediately I mean, takes me to marry with children. Okay. That is the kind of shit what places in England are called, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, for real. So, <laughs> yeah, I, it I used was, to be funny. I was doing some other research here. Um, I was looking for the actual actors they considered instead of uh, Patrick or other people in contention. So hmm. maybe it's more interesting to do it this way because these are the people that they were considering. Okay, uh, well, you list them and me and Mark will give our judgment on whether that would made a that, better film or that, not. Okay, first one, uh, I might need to tell you who this is. Uh, Simon Baker Denny? Yeah, I don't know who that is. He was but I'm going to say right now, better film. He was the mentalist. Uh, looking at his face, I'm like, same film. Okay, now okay. we're getting into more interesting territory. He's Australian. Oh, no, I'm looking at him. Yeah, better. John upgrade. Bon Jovi. Better film. Oh, yeah, yeah upgrade. <laughs> He's kind of cowboy. Uh, Patrick Muldoon. Better film. I definitely know his name. What was he in? I don't, I'm thinking of Muldoon from Jurassic Park, but that's the character's name. I don't know who Patrick Muldoon is. I'm, I'm having a he look. Is... Starship Troopers. He uh, was like the end, the 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 rival from Starship Troopers. Yes, better film. Oh yeah, for like sure. Like the one yeah. who goes into the the navy and hits on his girlfriend. Yeah, and then gets sucked. His brain sucked out. And he was also, I think that's the guy that was. Um, yeah, yeah. That that he getting back to Saved by the Bell. He was the um the dating a minor creepy college guy on Saved by the Bell. There was only uh, one. Uh, well, he was, on, he was on like 10 episodes. He was like a regular. Oh, okay, great. He was, a, he was a regular <laughs> asshole. That's yeah. So oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, he dated. Kim I was Kostky. joking, but I didn't know he was going to be like 10 episodes of dating a minor. That's cool. Okay. That's right. Well, um, Thanks, he had a Romeo and Juliet clause or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it was a Canadian show, right? You, do a, you can do that in Canada. Oh, but also oh. the actors 30. So. You're thinking of Degrassi, yeah. I think. Um, oh, yeah. I, okay. I can't. This guy's name, Jonathan, but spelled J O H N A T H O N, and then his last name, Shack. Fun fact that's Jake. how I thought my name was spelled until I went to the get my first bank account and I showed her my passport, and she's like, You spelled your name wrong on the forms. <laughs> the hell I did. Uh, one of my middle names is Jonathan, and I spelled oh. it wrong. <laughs> wow. Well, you live and learn. Um, mm -hmm. Anyway, I'm looking at this guy, married to Christina Applegate for seven years years okay that's interesting he was uh, jonah hex on legends of tomorrow i think i saw that he's Maybe. in a movie called after sex okay anyway i um, just go say uh, say upgrade why not okay Later film yeah I, i'm not so sure uh, okay here him. we go christian slater oh, yeah, nice. sure. <laughs> oh my that, god that, he that could might, be the bad guy or the good guy that then yeah, it might be christian better in the first one killed this film yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah possibly one. And here's a good one up. Billy Zane. Just, you know. Oh, yeah, hell course. yeah. Sure, dude. <laughs> that, well, especially because it would have been right before Titanic. So, like, <laughs> goody in this one, yeah. Patty in that one, the king of boat movies. Yeah, that movie killed his career because he refused to do press for it for some reason. Mm. Huh. And, That's like um, six months after this, right? Last one is also a good choice with uh, 90s Matthew McConaughey. Sure, why not? Yeah. Yeah. So, so this film was to Titanic what Black Panther Wakanda Forever was to Avatar The Way of Water. Whereas the film that came out six months before and then looks shit in comparison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I definitely that was one of the things that was right there in the front of my mind seeing Wakanda Forever is like, oh, there's a bunch of blue people who live in the ocean. <laughs> oh boy. This is gonna look embarrassing when yeah. we get to December. Yeah. That was my thought. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't even I didn't even think I was going to like Avatar two as much as I ended up liking it. So it was like even more pronounced. I knew I was going to like it. I didn't know it was going to be a borderline religious experience for me. 
<laughs> yeah, it was just uh, to me. It made the first movie better. Yeah, I think a lot Ooh, of people yeah. felt like that. Okay, here we go. Keanu passed on Speed Two in order to star in The Devil's Advocate, which okay. which is, I think, a better movie. Then subsequently toured with his band Dog Star. Nice. He I actually, love, I love Keanu Reeves so much. Yeah, he's a great guy. <laughs> he actually, I think that he actually said that the studio put out the band part as like revenge against him. Like the band thing might not have had anything to do with this. It might have just been Devil's Advocate. Right. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't maybe. think his career did okay without Speed yeah. 2. <laughs> He's fine. I mean, you got what Pacino is it as the devil? That's great. Yeah, yeah, of course. Before he was too old to do it properly. Um <laughs> like right before. That's right. I mean, I don't I don't remember anything about that film except for about like how crazy the satanic stuff was and how great Al Pacino was. Yeah, there were some nice, um, weird Satan films in the late '90s. Uh, what's the, what's the Schwarzenegger one? Sixth day. End of, no, end of days. End, end of days. End of days. Yeah. He did a lot of days. That's that's a good, nice satanic one, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, with like the, the hot goth chick from Empire Records in that. Mm, I, I don't go. think I ever saw that. Okay. Um, <laughs> I guess uh, should we should we go into a the the what it you know passing judgment on this film like a like a fire and brimstone preacher i mean we've basically been passing judgment since minute one of this podcast i don't think any i don't think we've sat on the fence at all <laughs> no although i am gonna get you know you were doing the dishes i had to rewind a few times because i fell asleep um <laughs> so mm. it does commit the sin of being relatively boring with the um yeah, the sound of fucking cruise ship i mean <laughs> <laughs> but but like pound for pound okay it doesn't have to be two hours long but no like, <laughs> it doesn't but i think it has an hour and a half worth of cool shit in it i and i enjoyed watching it if somebody i don't know a year from now was like hey let's sit down and watch speed one and two i'd be like sure i, I guess not say no to this again in, in 2023 this is the sort of thing where where TikTok shows you the boat crashing into the oil tanker and then into the city, and you're done, right? Isn't that what TikTok does? It just shows you scenes of shit. I don't think a TikTok can be like that. That scene was like 25 minutes long. Yeah, TikTok, Max led for TikTok seconds. is 10 minutes. I'm talking about the actual, like, um, you know, just just a one minute of of metal against metal, right? It. I don't. I don't even feel like I only need to watch the boat crash. Like there is enough action fun action bullshit again it's like my brain is poisoned from years and years and years of cgi bad bad things that look bad so i guess that's a huge deal i'll say a a film with problems and absolutely filthy casting the casting of the movie is filth (laughs) it's like it's semi-filth i I was it's like 90 percent a fine film but there's just this charisma vacuum at the center of it that ruins it Yeah, he, I, didn't, he didn't need to be there, and every scene he's in makes the film worse. You could really cut him out, and like the deaf girl who wants to who wants to be in love with him. Yeah, though she, you know, she was very good, but just take the two of them out together, and it wouldn't really matter at all. He's there to hit yeah. the fourth quadrant. Um, mm-hmm. I will say, um, there's something really weird about seeing. I've forgotten how to pronounce his name. Give me a second as I look him up again. Tem- Temuera Morrison. Just seeing him and knowing that this character is not supposed to be a clone of Django Fett is really weird. <laughs> oh, but what if he was though? Yeah, uh, like just any time just happened and they didn't a go into different it. galaxy. Well, yeah, by, didn't go into know, it, but his parents found him. But by, by the time he goes travels at light speed to the Milky Way galaxy, it's time for speed two, right? Yep. Laws of I thought he was great that. in this. Did we talk yeah, about good. him at all? Was... We, well, we did. We, you said right at the start, like it's a better film with just him fighting Willem yeah. Dafoe, and you cut yeah. out the speed connection entirely. Yeah, I mean, there's still the speed connection is just the the machinery. This is kind of a square square peg in a round hole sort of movie in the end, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and the the Scottish uh, the Scotty they had. I was uh, when the film started. I was convinced that was um, the second Professor X. Oh, uh, James McAvoy. 
Yeah, I was convinced it was McAvoy. I mean, it's not, and the timing doesn't quite work out. But yeah, he's a little. He's like, look, he's looking down at screens and stuff. So he was, I wasn't sure at first. Yeah, I don't know. He was great too. Um, yeah, he's right. The only, the only character, the only side a... character I really found annoying was the, uh, the, the whatever bellhop bellboy. Yeah, but that's fine. He gets clocked on the head. Yeah, he does get knocked out. I thought he was dead after. Yeah, that. me too. I was like, wow, Willem Dafoe doesn't kill. That's impressive. like literally the only death. No, he kills the captain, and that's it. I mean, he technically kills a shitload of people at the end when he blows up that oil tanker, I think. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess he does blow up a few boats right at the end. Yeah. He tried. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, I'm pretty sure Hopper had a higher kill count than him. I don't remember. The main thing I remember about Speed 1 is, like, Dennis Hopper coming out of the top of the bus and hitting his face on a sign. No, 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 just that's when they're on top of the subway. Oh, subway? Okay. Yeah, because he's he's telling Keanu Reeves, like, I'm smarter than you, but then Keanu Reeves lifts him up and his head gets cut off and he goes, yeah, well, I'm taller. (laughs) (laughs) That rules. But yeah, yeah, this is another, Willem Dafoe's another, like, kind of dumb, smart guy where he can reverse engineer all this stuff, but I I put it all over my notes. I was like, why are you going back? Just get away. Just go. Just get out of here. Also, like, he took Annie as, like, insurance against Alex, but... Alex would have probably not bothered pursuing him if he didn't have his girlfriend. Yeah, that was the only reason he was following him. It was like, this doesn't make any sense. I think someone just didn't really finish writing it. And oh, it's, yeah, definitely. It's already three years later. I mean, they could have, you know, maybe did another draft or two. You know, thought about the casting a little harder. I have some 10-star reviews I guess I could read. Oh, I've got, um, I found a couple as well. <laughs> oh, I guess you go for it. I guess then. go ahead. Uh, okay, I, I, I really like this one. Yeah. This one's cute. Okay. Sandra and Jason Dazzle. Wow, Sandra Bullock and Jason Patrick dazzle as a tut SWAT team officer and his lovely girlfriend. The first time I went on a cruise, I asked my mother what would happen if some madman ship, and she said, "Oh, that's not going to happen." I thought that Annie, Sandra Bullock, and Alex, Jason Patrick, looked good in the attire they wore when they were dancing with each other. There was only one character I got scared by, and that was Geiger, Willem Dafoe. Other than that, I love this film. If you like speed, you should see Speed Two: Cruise Control. You're in for a real adventure and treat if you haven't seen it. So go rent it or buy it, kick back with a friend, and watch it. Okay. 10 out of 10. Yeah, fine, you read that. That was the one that was actually on my screen. So, <laughs> Well, I, I have one more, but it's real short. Okay. I think I got that one as well, but go on. A Boat This Time by Bevo13678. Great follow-on from the bus. A Boat This Time making for a delicious pun for the title. <laughs> one out of 12 found this helpful. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh wait, 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 wait. No, here's here's one. Wow. How do you come up with a sequel that is equal to and better than the original? The answer: Watch Speed Two Cruise Control. I think marketing wrote that one. (laughs) (laughs) Does that is that what it's is that what it says like Sony marketing? Is it Sony (laughs) Fox? I I don't remember who made this movie. (laughs) Uh, Why people hating? I actually thought it was a really good film. Why people hating? It's got action and romance and humor. Don't be put off by bad reviews, okay? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> See, I, I found one that says six out of ten at the end, and I'm like, knock. I'm gonna n- ignore those forever now. Yeah, I saw. I saw one. It was five out of ten, and it wasn't right. Yeah. So those those people are excommunicated from from our filthy yeah. layer. Yeah. Okay. Here's one. Them. Fun, fun, fun. This movie has a good vibe. The music score is worth four stars alone. UB40 performing live? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might have seen UB40 performing live at Midtown Music or something. You know the worst so many... thing about UB40 is? What's that? It's when you get older than 40 and you can't use the joke UB40 anymore. Uh... You can say it to kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess we could say it to Luke in like, what, five years or something? <laughs> uh, okay. Um. I almost, yeah, we were, since we weren't throwing this one under the ship i can't say the bus that's wrong i, I almost wondered if we should have looked for actual bad reviews but we, we got to stick to stick to the landing so no, that's the yeah. format that's the format you know, that's right i mean if i was writing a review of this film it would be pretty scathing because i think what it ends up doing is basically kind of sexist <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that end is problematic and really cringy yeah. <laughs> but, uh... well, just like hey, hey, hey you remember this competent character from the first film well she needs rescuing again because women can't be heroes okay so here's here, a fucking dweeb 
Here, here's here's a prop to this film. Nowhere in my notes did I just write in all caps loud noises. That that's my that's that's um what I write when I know I'm checking out, you know? Like it's just right. <laughs> but I did not write loud noises anywhere in my notes this time. So I I did take a short nap, but it was also one in the morning. So you know I am I am very amused that this is on the bottom one hundred films of all time. I yeah. think the, people yeah. were just really disappointed with this as a sequel, I guess. Well, this is um, considered, I don't know, it was somewhere in the Wikipedia article that it was considered the worst sequel of all time. And I'm like, mm. there, this is not even close. And I, I avoid sequels usually, but things like Darkman 2 or Highlander 2 or uh, well, that's Robocop if this, 3. If this didn't have Bullock, this would have been in that sort of, that genre of straight to DVD, none of the original cast, just the name sequels. Like yeah, but like this isn't Highlander this... had three films go theatrical that are worse than this, <laughs> worse sequels than this. But they're so um, apeshit you like to watch them. Where this one is just a uh, bunch of action stuff, you know. I so would I actually disagree. Highlander three and four were not apeshit at all. They were really boring. Okay, yeah, I haven't seen this. I was just assuming <laughs> two. Two is what I was. You know, two is two is fun, meaning. but but still uh, still a worse sequel than this. Um, Terminator Genesis is a worse sequel than this. <laughs> Terminators. I, it's my uh, favorite of film of all time. Terminator Two is kind of a bad sequel. I mean, you could it make rewrites how time travel works. Yeah, and it's also a sequel to a horror movie that's like kind of a family movie, which is like yeah. weird. It's a, it's I mean, a genre swap. Same about Aliens. <laughs> like if this yeah. had actually turned out to be a romantic comedy, Speed Two, Cruise Control, it's just, it's just a romantic comedy. That would be the Terminator Two pitch, right? It's like a different yeah. kind of movie now. <laughs> like I, there are a lot of things I like about Alien Three, but you could definitely argue that it's a terrible sequel. It's a terrible sequel to Aliens. It's a good sequel to Alien. Mm, it's a yeah. cruel sequel. I I love the cruelty of it. I think it's amazing. But you know, like yeah, suck it. Everyone's dead. Everyone's <laughs> dead, and then you. Everybody die. is dead, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Alien Resurrection great movie I, I fucking love it but it is also kind of a bad sequel because it's like hey remember how everyone's dead now someone's back and they're <laughs> banging the aliens and look at this alien that's all gooey and has human eyes yeah but if you've yeah. enjoyed this podcast you can find it on twitter probably or facebook make sure you've liked and subscribed on whatever podcast app you're using give it a five star rating and review tell all your friends and if you want to help support the podcast find other podcasts made by me and matt and mark Head on over to patreon.com slash podcastio podcastius um, and help us cover the Zoom and the website hosting and all of that jazz. Zoom, zoom. Okay. I'm going to go cruising for some prostitutes. I'm going to go with UB40. <laughs> That's <laughs> I'm going to destroy a town it. with a large ship. I'm going to put leeches on my nude body. <laughs> Droning tempera chime, my hand shining wet and be show, be show. A crimson rosy side show concoct a fantasy, then let it go. Regaining the innocence, I've got no more need to dive in the here and the now. The center of the permanent of that's alive. In the swamp of the dragonfly, so it says on the snake doctor sign as the wind songs fly among the bamboo leaves. Zephyrs engulfed and then we Regaining the innocence I've got no more need to die Strong out between out and bigger Got a buzzing bridge to climb Only cut off by the 
Milky Way in an avalanche of your glitter today. Stephen says his bats long enough got singing gods now in their prime. People everywhere are just easy riding through the primordial chaos is gliding, regaining the innocence. I've got no more need to dive into fear in the now in the center of the pearl. Nurturing girl, that's a lie. Fourteens of the moon on the speed of Mars. I've got no more need to die. The center of the pearl will nurture all that is alive. <laughs>